0: welcome everyone this is the second video interview i am doing for slasher scotty i am your host scotty mccoy and i have marcus motra on the uh other end here he is the author of the series the fairy squad princesses and uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about his book hey marcus how are you doing i'm doing good thank you for having me not a problem. Glad that it can have you. Um, so, yeah, we have a couple of questions. Um, I guess the first thing we'll start off with is uh, what made you want to write the series um, Fairy Squad Princesses?
1: Well, if anybody who knows me, I'm a huge Magical Girl fan of, like, Sailor Moon and Weeks Club. So it was about maybe fall 2004, I was sitting in the classroom. I was in the fifth grade. You know, the teachers usually give out, like, breaks when they have to, like, grade papers. And they let you do what you want, really. Mm -hmm. So I was and I was like, hmm, what if Sailor Moon and Wings Club had like a crossover episode, but I knew it was never going to happen because, number one, Sailor Moon is a Japanese cartoon, and then Wings is an Italian series. So I was like, what if I create my own characters in my own universe? So that's basically how I came up with the Fairy Scar Princesses series.
0: Awesome, and what i know you've been pushing like especially like tweeting and everything about getting disney or somebody to you know get the wings club out there and that and if they are watching this by any stretch of the imagination you never know um that would be great definitely uh, i hope they would look into this because one thing i've always loved was writing but i also loved filmmaking and putting something that is in writing and making it into something that you can actually visually watch instead of imagine, you know, imagine it in your mind while you're reading it, like that gives it a whole new dimension. I think it would be really cool. Cause I've, I've, I'm the editor of all of so far the three of the five books and I've um, I've obviously read them and I own them. And uh, I, um. I really like them. They're they're very good and I, I think it would even be super cool to see them on uh, you know, either TV or streaming or a movie or something. But um obviously we would need you to be involved because you know, when you sell the rice do what they do whatever the hell they want to do with it. You don't want that to happen.
1: I, I would never call them.
0: Yes, I, that's one thing. You definitely never want to sell your rights. Um, that's one thing I learned for sure. And I know a lot of creators, they look at it with oh, a lot of money to sell it. But then some creators, they are like, oh, was that a right decision? I got all this money for it, but now I don't own the series at all. What if I want to make something else out of it? And you can't use any of the characters and that that is a pain. Um, so the next question I have is divided into three parts. Um, so I guess... I can ask them all, all three of them at the same time, but can you tell us about all three books, um, starting with the first one, of course, Um, tell us what the title and the subtitle of the books are and a brief synopsis of each book.
1: All right, well, the first book is right here. It's called The Fairy Cry Princesses, A Magical Awakening. Basically in book one, we start off with four fairies. You have Serena, Crystal, Ivy and Christy, they're best friends, they grew up together. And then they have their guy friends who they eventually start to date, but not yet in book one. But you have um, Maxwell, a.k.a. Max. And you have Joshua, a.k.a. Josh. Brock. And then you have Ro. So in book one, they're normal high school students, but the guys are like a year older than the girls. And the girls are starting freshman year. And they're from like Los Angeles, California. So it's like a real hot day. is burning up. <laughs> so they decide to go to like a, a it's a grand opening called Fruitlicious Smoothie. So they get to the grand opening, but it's like a ghost town. Like It's weird because it's a whole bunch of cars parked outside on the strip mall. Mm -hmm. Where's all the people? So against better judgment, they decide, oh, let's still go in the And that's where they get attacked by four witches who call themselves the Vortex and their two tagalones, a warlock named Metrix and a big green smelly ogre named Bruce. (laughs) At this point, they don't know what's going on because, you know, they grew up all, they basically grew up as regular human beings. But in the midst of almost getting destroyed, some woman in a white club pops up. And she tells them, she gives the girls, you know, four golden rings. And she tells them, basically shout, Fairy Power Transform. And they're like, What are you talking about?
0: <laughs>
1: you end up listening to her. And then that's when basically the battle begins. So, well, or should I say, like, the magical awakening begins.
0: Mm-hmm. And before we you uh, go into book two, I just wanted to say, um, on a funny note, I don't know how many people that watch this watch Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door if they ever played that for Nintendo GameCube, but uh, I uh, I always mess with Marcus saying that um, that the uh, main leader of the witches, uh, Isis, right? Um, I always say about her like she to me she looked like I don't know why I guess because she's a witch, I don't know, but she looks like Beldam, but she doesn't look like Beldam in the drawing. No, no, no. no. (laughs) So what's uh, about book two?
1: Uh, Book two is right here. It's the search for the mirror pieces. Okay, well, I forgot to mention. uh, Well, Without spoiling too much, um, book one is about basically the vortex and the nitwits that's not their name. That's like a joke, because basically, Metres and Bruce are kind of slow. <laughs> um, a King King Darwin and his wife Queen Videl, but after they're defeated, they end up working for a different leader of the Dark Planet, who's Queen Vorticia, and then she has two minions, a witch named Star and her boyfriend named Dexter. But <laughs> since the Ultimate Power is no longer. I guess it's no longer a factor like they don't need it anymore they Mm -hmm. find out it's even stronger than the ultimate power so they they're looking for four mirror pieces that have been scattered across the magic dimension in order to get this ancient relic called the purity challenge in book one you do find out who has the ultimate power but i don't want to spoil it but Mm -hmm. then you find out who also obtains the purity challenge You also get to meet two new fairies, and you get to meet another hero.
0: Okay. Awesome. What about book three?
1: Uh, Book three, one of my favorites, actually.
0: It was actually really good. Oh, thank you. It's called um,
1: The Fairy Scott Princesses, Battle for the Future. So I wanted to do, like, a new little spin on it. I don't want to focus too much on the, I guess, their present selves anymore. I wanted to dive into the future. So basically... What if you found out that your future was in jeopardy? Would you be able to fix it before everything was destroyed? So you get new, new characters and new villains, and I uh, really, the villains in this one are much tougher than the past previous books. We have uh, one of my favorite villains in this book is um, No Face. They don't know whether he's a demon or he's a human. Whenever he smiles, he's, he looks like a gun reaper, basically. <laughs> He smiles. All you can see is the white of his teeth and his t shirt. Like, his teeth look
0: horrible. Like they're (laughs) decayed. Awesome. So, is that everything about book three?
1: Uh, three, Yeah. And, uh, oh, book three, it, it goes from like, instead of my, the previous books are all focused in the present, but book three, it shifts back and forth. Like, it'll go into the present, then back to the future.
0: Right. Awesome. So the next question um, is also into three parts. It's going to be about each book. So start with book one, obviously, then book two and then book three. If you can read us a little bit of, uh, I guess, a little bit about each book. Well, I know you uh, selected uh, part of the book that you want to read from each one. So if you want to read and uh, kind of give the readers a little insight on what they can expect, kind of tease them a little bit. So I'm going to be giving you guys a little
1: teaser of book one right now
0: from chapter (laughs) what chapter is it again
1: it's from chapter it's from book one chapter one which is a magical awakening awesome i'm gonna start on page 12 okay let me know if i'm if you can hear me okay
0: all
1: right after school it was boiling up so the girls and their guy friends decided to check out the new smoothie place at the strip mall called "Delicious Smoothies. They called into Ro's truck. However, when Roe and his friends finally reached the strip, they noticed no one was outside. The strip mall turned out to be nothing but a ghost town. Not even the stores on the strip mall were open. A bunch of cars were parked outside, and the sign on each store read, open. Yet, there was no one there. Regardless, the teens decided to go out of the car and see what was going on. Hey, I thought the grand opening was today, asked Krista. Yeah, maybe it was canceled, Josh said, while looking around at the empty strip mall. No, I don't think so. Something's telling me we should go inside for delicious smoothies and see what's going on, said Serena. Me too. It's like I'm getting a strange vibe, said Ivy, as she agreed. Well, let's go inside, said Ro. Hashtag, meanwhile, already inside the store. Hush, ladies. I'm since we have visitors, said Isis. Wait, you guys feel that, asked Bruce and Metrix. Fairy magic, shot the Vortex. Looks like our cover's been blown. Storm pouted. Well, it doesn't matter. We'll ambush them when they walk through the door, said Isis. It's about to go down. Um, hey, is anyone in here? Serena asked. Yeah, the sign said open. But I guess that was a mistake, said Krista. Yeah, let's get out of here. Something doesn't. Something just doesn't seem right. Chris, Christy said suddenly the door flew shut behind the curious teens and the lights went out then the grunts and moaning sounds began it sounded like the type of grunts and moans that zombies would make during a zombie apocalypse it was like something out of the walking dead Claire was doing all of this cut it out it isn't funny Serena shouted uh I can't see anything it's too dark luckily I always keep my favorite pink mini lipstick on me Crystal smiled as she unzipped her purse to pull out her pink, her lipstick. Really Crystal, pink lipstick? Josh stated as he shook his head. Hush, it isn't just a lipstick. It's also a mini flashlight. Now to see who's playing a, this Oh on us. All my stilettos, Crystal gasped. She used her pink mini lipstick flashlight to spot the noise makers. Ah, zombies, everyone screams. Wait, zombies aren't real, exclaimed Serena. Maybe it's a joke, Ivy said with hope. I don't think so. They don't make that kind of makeup in Hollywood, said Crystal. Well, do you want to stick around and find out, Maxilla?" No, exclaimed Max's friends in agreement that it was time to leave the smoothie shop. Okay, then, let's get out of here. Uh Uh-oh, the door is stuck, Brock shouted as he kept jerking the handle. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? They're getting closer, Crystal cried. No, stop shouted Christy. Instantly, the zombie fight humans stopped. As the zombies were near, it was like time itself had heard Christy scream for help. Christy, how did you do that? Ro asked. I don't know, but I doubt whatever I did is going to last long. Ha ha ha. Where do you fairies and pretty boy toys think you're going? Storm asked. Yeah. They were only the opening acts, said Jules. Time for the showstopper, ladies, said Isis as she grinned. Berries, what in the world are you linked to talking about? Asked Serena. We're not loony, we're the vortex, Isis shouted. Isis, time to show these losers what's up, said Storm. Isis, while wearing her crown that is made of ice and her snowflake diamond earrings, stated, but of course, hectic ice spirals as she attacked. Duck, yelled Max, as him and his friends dodged the attack. Your turn, Storm. huh tornado, yelled Storm, the witch with poofy, curly pink and black hair. Ah, screams. Serena and her friends, as they tried to take shelter under a table. Hey, she blew the door down. Let's get going, young Krista. Jules with her painted, no, her patent necklace that had the letter J on it explained. How rude. We weren't finished introducing ourselves. Don't worry, Jules. I've got this. Huh, fireballs, shouted Zoe. The witch with full neon green hair. Watch out, young Max as he and his friends barely avoided the flames. Hey Zoe, be careful. I wouldn't want you to burn them to death without me getting a chance to blast them, said Jules. Hey, what about us? Shouted Metrix and Bruce. Mm -hmm. Static shock, Metrix attack, earthquake smash and enough with this disguise. Bruce had reverted into his true form. Ugh, whoever you are, I've had enough playing dodge spell attacks with you creeps. We aren't about to let you destroy our planet," shouted Serena. "Ha! You got some smug for a fairy. Too bad smug is enough to defeat us. Ice shards!" Yelled Isis. "Serena, no!" Max screamed. Max pushed Serena out of the way, out the way of Isis' ice shards attack. But the razor sharp shards were about to strike Max, and there wasn't anything his companions could do to save him. Suddenly, a mysterious figure in a white cloak appeared in front. Of Max, she used her powers to force Isis, Isis, yeah, attack back at her. What the, ah, Isis screamed as her attack backfired. Who is that, Storm shouted. Blind us, screeched the unknown woman. Ah, my eyes, the villains all yelled together. Isis and her crew were temporarily blinded by the unknown woman. Hey, thanks for the say. By the way, love your cloak, Crystal squealed. Yeah, thanks, but who are you, Serena asked. No time to explain. You four girls need to hurry up. Take these rings and shall fairy power transform. And the woman in said the woman in the cloak. Can I get a ring in a different color? It doesn't go with my outfit. Crystal asked with an unsatisfied look on her face. Crystal, her friends yelled. Well, dang, never mind. Sheech. Fairy power transformed. Serena and her girls shouted. In a blink of an eye and a shimmer of bright light, Serena, Crystal, Ivy, and Christy transformed into fairies. Serena became the fairy of hearts. She was dressed in a beautiful, sparkling turquoise outfit. She wore pink heart-shaped diamond earrings, a beautiful turquoise tiara with a heart-shaped diamond in the middle, which rested upon her luscious light brown hair and a matching choker. Her wings were pink and had white hearts on them. Krista was a fairy of sunlight and was dressed in a stunning yellow gold outfit. She had shimmering blonde hair. Her, yellow, her golden yellow tiara had a sun diamond in the middle. She too had a pair of sun-shaped yellow, and orange earrings with a choker to match. Her wings were made of fire, but fortunately the fire was contained inside each wing. Ivy was the fairy of nature and her color scheme was of a delicate red rose. Her wings were made of deep green vines with a pinkish red hue on the inside. Her tiara was dark green with a red rose diamond in the middle, which rested on her beautiful and flowy dark brown hair. Christie was the fairy of time, and she wore faded light green. If it were any lighter, it would have been white as snow. She had circular titanium wings, and her earrings were specular and resembled clocks. She had beautiful red hair, as if she were a little mermaid instead of a fairy. with a imagine Tiara and Choker sitting upon her fiery red hair, resembling the meaning of time. The diamond in the middle of her Tiara was a glistening silver with numbers engraved on it. The guys were astonished at the girls' transformations. They were gorgeous, had butterf- butterfly-like wings, but they were also powerful and ready to defend themselves. Well, they had no choice since the mysterious woman who had helped them before had disappeared. Hashtag let's get ready to rumble. And for the rest of the chapter, you have to purchase the book.
0: Nice. Good job. And it, it's like nostalgia for me, bringing me back to when I was editing that. Like, that's just, it's... Like, you know, Deja Vu, like it's a really good book. It's, you know, that's the first one. Um, are you gonna read something from the second as well? I'm gonna
1: spoil anything, but I can read the synopsis. Okay, go ahead. So this is a year later after the events of book one. After the defeat of King Darwin and Queen Vidal, the FSPs and the conquerors were able to enjoy their vacation. To no surprise, vacation ended quickly. And it was time for our fairies and heroes to head back to spells for their spellbinding sophomore year at Fairy High Academy and Bravery Arts High Academy. Plus, with Isis, her best witches, and the nitwits locked away in the spells anti-magic security prison, what could possibly go wrong? Well, a new threat has has, has stepped forward, and the evil queen plans to stop at nothing to take over the entire universe, even if it means having to send her two most wicked subjects to break the vortex, and the nitwits out of prison. Not only will our favorite fairies and heroes have to face off with old and new enemies from the dark planet, but in a shocking twist, one of the light guardians will be taken over by the darkness. Who could it be, you're wondering? Well, it's time to flip the book back over and open the cover and start reading. So somebody does turn evil. but I'm not gonna let you know who.
0: Nice. Purchase the book in order to get it. We'll get into where you can buy that a little later into the, uh, into, uh, the interview. Um, before we continue, I just want to let everybody know, um, if you're watching the video, it will be in its entirety on YouTube to watch. Um, so hit the subscribe button and, uh, you know, hit the like button as well for the video and uh, subscribe to Slasher Scotty for all my other interviews that have that I have coming up. And if you're listening on iTunes, uh, just search in YouTube Slasher Scotty and, uh, and uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube. Um, so to continue, um, so we know there's three books out. I know the answer to this question, but uh, for those that don't know, is there a fourth book going to be released? And if so, what is the title and subtitle of it? And when do you expect it to be released? And what, do you, uh, how about a little, like a little uh, plot point tease?
1: All right, so yes, there will be a fourth book. It's called The Fairy Scar Princesses,
0: The Reawakening yeah.
1: of the Dark Fairy.
0: Say that again? Sorry, cut out. The title?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's called The Fairy Scar Princesses, A Reawakening of the Dark Fairy. Okay. Um, it takes place during their senior year um, without giving too much away, the Vortex do return and the Nitwits. However, this will be the last book that they're in. So,
0: Which one? The Nitwits?
1: Yeah, this will be the last okay. book. That, even though there is going to be a fifth book.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not going to tell you if they die or not. You know, they could redeem themselves or they could die, you know. Right. Um. It's going to be three new warlocks who appear called the Frost Brothers. Okay. Um, they're actually going to be the love interest to a couple of the Vortexes. Um,
0: just a nice. They
1: get to know,
0: you know. Nice. Do you have an estimated release date or release year, even if you don't know a date?
1: Well, it's definitely going to be released this year, but I was tr- I'm trying to get a spring release finally, because I wanted a spring release. I wanted a spring right. release. A lot happened last year, so.
0: Oh, throwing shade at me. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I know a lot of it will ride on me and my editing schedule. I know my schedule has opened up a lot more since we are filming like my company's filming another movie and uh, we're not I, I, it's still in the writing process and I'm not writing this one like I did the last one like for last year and with the premiere and everything coming up and everything. So this year, um, a lot of my schedule is freed up in terms of uh, filmmaking, so it'll give me more time to focus on that. so hopefully I can get you a spring release if not early summer, maybe. <laughs> just need you to get me it yet. Say that again?
1: summer release, as long as it's out. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, but yep. once you get me that, I'll, I'll work on that. I guarantee you to everybody listening and watching this um, that it's probably going to be just as good, if not better, than these uh, first three books. So I'm excited. Each book keeps getting better and better. So I'm like excited to see how this is going to go. And if you haven't noticed, each book
1: gets thicker too. Um, see that again? Bookie sticker. This is this is book
0: one. You see? Yep. This it? is book three. Nice. Yep. They definitely get more in depth too. And the thing is, like, when you write the first, when you kind of know where you want to go with it, but it's your first book, especially when it's your very first book you're writing, so you don't know how much to put in, how much to take out, what is too much, what is too little. And then the more you write, and the more you get experienced with, you know, with um, you know formatting the book to the point of being the right dimensions and getting it on Amazon, all that different stuff, it ends up, then you end up getting it, um, it ends up becoming, uh, like, second nature to you, and you you know how much you need to add into it, how much to take out, because obviously, like, obviously you don't want to have a book that's, like, 70 pages long, you know what I mean? But you don't want to have a book that's, you know, 500 pages neither, unless you're like Harry Potter. <laughs> but, uh, so, you already mentioned there's going to be a fifth book, so same thing. Any subtitle? What's the title? Subtitles, like release year, release date, plot pointies.
1: So The fifth book is actually one of my favorites as well. So, it's called "Um, The Fairy Stock Princesses." A, well, not a. No, I changed the title. It's actually "The Quest for the Soul Diamonds. Okay. This one, um, you get introduced to new villains, and um, you're not witching, or actually. You get introduced to Harpy sisters. Huh? You know before, you know, the Harpies.
0: I know Harpies from World of Warcraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, harpies. you also get introduced to three Kitsune siblings. They're like fox-type humans with like six tails. Okay. Then you get introduced to somebody who's the villain who's leading, who's basically in charge of the new villains, is um a siren named Queen Malaysia. Okay. All of these villains are actually stronger than the the previous villains.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I guess in this book, it's actually it takes two years after their senior year. So okay, I need to give him like a break from defending the world for like at least mm-hmm. two years. <laughs> yes. No more wrestling.
0: Yeah. Right, so um, is uh, the Vortex, are they in the fifth one as well? Let's just say
1: they're not the main focus. Like, okay. They're barely in it at all.
0: Oh, okay. So we have a new idea. So is there, um, is there going to be a sixth book or is the fifth the end for sure? Yeah, the
1: fifth is definitely the end. I mean, I, yeah. I did um, I ended it with a prologue. No, not a prologue, an epilogue. I ended with okay. the epilogue. It's always an opening, just in case, I decide. Right. But the um, epilogue ties into a character from book three, so I can't remember. Okay,
0: awesome, nice. So, uh, like, do you have an expected release date for book five, I'm assuming next year?
1: Most definitely next year.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, so you're ending with five, um, I guess. And if you can't say anything, I understand. But I thought I would s- see if I could squeeze something out of you. So with the end of book five, do we get a happy ending?
1: Of course. I don't, I don't ever write books. That's not
0: oh. Exactly. Um, the only way you would do an unhappy ending is if, you know, there's a definite, like, sequel or something like that, that it ties into that plot point. But I figured you're going to end it with a happy ending. But... That It's exciting I'm excited to see Book 5 as well um, Let's see So uh, I guess Off of the FSP uh, Who is your writing Inspiration And why?
1: Oh My god I don't want to butcher Her name I don't know how to say it But uh, For anybody that knows Like the creator Of like Sailor Moon Because mm-hmm. I grew up, I was eight, I was like Four years old When I started watching Sailor Moon You know It was mm-hmm. the first time was like, You know Strong, empowering females, like like I, for some reason I like, I guess shows that aren't targeted towards you know the male audience mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah, so I was like, yeah. I was kinda like oh, I became addicted. You know, I'm a movie still, you know, to this day at age right 70, moon. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Um, so, uh, where can any uh, everyone reading your books pick up a copy, where if they want to read your book or buy it?
1: If you want to read the book. Either through paperback or ebook, you can go to Amazon.com. Well, basically any Amazon website. Just type in Amazon
0: mm-hmm. and
1: search um, my name, Marcus Moutra. Um, that's M-O-U-T-R-A.
0: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, so, where can everybody find you at social media, Amazon, etc.? Obviously, you said the Amazon where they can find you on Amazon, but like any social media that they can follow.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter. Um, all you got to do is type my name at Marcus Mutra. Same thing with um YouTube. I do have uh, about three Instagram accounts. What is <laughs> uh, a couple of Instagram accounts, so I'm not going to get into that one. Um, <laughs> you know, follow me. Oh, at, at M 94 That's M A G I X then M 94. That's my personal uh, Instagram account.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Arthur page as well um art underscore by underscore marcus underscore mutra yeah. I, have to think I think that's it.
0: right <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what about on facebook you have facebook oh uh, yeah
1: oh yes my name marcus mutra okay, like
0: awesome Sounds good, and uh, lastly, um, so any future books outside of the FSP that you would like to share with the viewers and listeners that they can keep an eye out for?
1: I've been working on a standalone book, my first standalone book called um, Stella Sinclair, Witch in Training. I was inspired by Sabrina the Teenage Witch a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like, it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm, I guess you can say like the fairy conferences, but it's not mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um I wanna give away too much. But let's just say she doesn't know that she's a witch until she goes to the mall one day and she's yeah. getting fighting over a pair of shoes. Let's just say that.
0: Awesome. Exciting. Is that is that everything you have in the works, or is, you don't wanna you have anything else you wanna promote or
1: do but uh um, it'll be under a different it will be under a pen name because of the target audience is is well
0: okay sounds good so maybe oh, when those come out I'll interview for that then under the under the uh, pseudo name <laughs> sounds good yeah. all right well thank you Marcus huh
1: you know when you interview me for that one <laughs> say that again I'm on my mask for that one when I when you interview me for my
0: foot. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, right before I let you go, just to let everybody know that um, once again, um, if you stay here for the full interview, um, make sure you uh, smash the like on the video. Make sure you uh, subscribe to Sasha Scott here on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to it on iTunes, um, Apple. Or Google podcast Spotify cast book castbox I mean um, anchor any other uh, podcasting platform you can also just type in um, on YouTube slasher Scotty and you'll see my logo as the profile picture so give me a like you'll see all my interviews I have interviews with a ton of slasher um, and horror franchise actors and actresses I have a couple of professional wrestlers a couple of act um, actors outside of it, um, musicians, and of course, Marcus and you know, the author. And uh, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, interviews on there already. They're not all uploaded yet. I'm still, I'm just creating that page for this and for other videos I'm making. So um, keep an eye out, definitely subscribe and hit the bell notification because you will see a bunch of interviews that I do from this point forward and the ones that I've already conducted that I didn't um, upload yet. Um, will get on there. So if you want to get notified and listen to them in their entirety, then, I have sneak peeks on my other pages on YouTube. This is the first time the full interview of every interview I've done, the full interview is on YouTube. So like it, and you can see every single interview in its entirety. Just give us a subscription, hit the bell notification, and everything. And Marcus will be on there either today or tomorrow when I get a chance to get to it. But uh, I thank you, Marcus, so much for, um, for joining me. And uh, everyone keep an eye out for the Fairy Squad Princesses and for Books 1 through 3. Make sure to uh, purchase them on Amazon. All right. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. Yep. Bye.